0: the morning after with Nick and Big J. No lie, man, one of the most successful college basketball coaches in the history of the game has been uh, Rick Pitino, who currently coaches the Louisville Cardinals. The Cardinals led them to the national championship last season. Also led the uh, Kentucky Wildcats to championship. Only got to do that for two different teams. Pretty amazing. He's got a new book out called One Day Contract. We're going to talk to him about that and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Coach, hey, thanks for being on the show. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Hey, thank you for the time, man. We certainly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You know, I uh, want to talk a little bit about the brand new book, The One Day Contract. Uh, I, I always ask this to people, but I, I know you're busy. What was it about uh, this particular time that made you put pen to paper and say, now is the time to put this book out?
1: Well, I've written it the last two years, and, and basically I was trying to motivate myself. As I was nearing 60, everybody kept asking me, how long was I going to coach? And I really didn't have a great answer, almost thought about getting out of coaching two years ago, and I decided that I was now going to coach on a one-day contract. And that being, I was going to make sure I every single day, the way I prepared, the way I focused, the way I handled technology, the way I handled humility, everything about my job, I was going to get the most out of it based on one day. And if I could do that for one day, I, I could obviously achieve the goals that I was setting forth. And, and the last two years have been very special, not only writing this book, but with two back-to-back Big East championships, two back-to-back Final Fours, and watching your players move on to this great success. It's been very rewarding for me personally.
0: I, I can certainly imagine that. And, and I imagine, do you take to this into heart when, you're, when you go in and start coaching the team and getting ready for practice for, for an upcoming season like this? I imagine you have to, right?
1: Yeah, we talked about that the entire season with the team about it you guys being on a one-day contract. Don't worry about making the pros. Don't worry about having a bad game yesterday. I said, just work on being the best you can be between the lines and away from the lines with your schoolwork, with everything you're doing in the game of life.
0: Yeah, as always, sports is such a great metaphor for business practice as well, so that makes sense to, to run your daily life as an individual, not necessarily in sports of any kind, but even as uh, business professionals.
1: You know, prof- people in, in, in business unlike people in sports. Once the ego comes into it, I, I truly believe it's you're edging greatness out. You think you've arrived. You play three days of golf instead of that one day on the weekend. You you start to embrace it. You start to think it's about you. You don't share the credit. And then suddenly you have a bad quarter or you have a bad, bad year and, and, and business is not flourishing. So, you know, having what Mario Gabelli taught me this uh, – this person that traded equities and bonds, and when I interviewed him as a potential investor for one of my athletes, he said, you know, I said, who do you hire? I was looking in his back room in Rye, New York, and he had 200 people working there. And I said, do you hire Wharton grads, Princeton grads, University of Chicago grads? I said, where do you get your talent from? And he said, I look for people with PhDs, and I said, really, in, in the Wall Street type business? He said... Yes, I look for poor, hungry, and driven people. I can tell (laughs) less where they go and what university they go to.
0: I like it. I like it, man. And, you know, you talk a lot about technology in the book, and we see pretty much every day not a day goes by without some sort of weird social media Twitter controversy in the sports and athletic world. How is that dealing with your guys on a daily basis? Do you put a ban on Twitter? Do you say, hey, or at least be, you know, cognitive of what you're about to post on a daily basis?
1: We don't tweet. Yeah. And I said, if someone tweets something, Nine great things are tweeted about you and one bad thing is tweeted about you. You don't remember the nine great things, you just lament about the one bad one. I said, so you need to stay we don't stay away from it, focus. The chapter two is about focus. And there's so many distractions in a young person's life. And that's the key I think to achieving goals is staying away from distractions, especially meaningless distractions. I I, I put in the book that I have for two weeks a year, sometimes three weeks a year, meaningful distractions to the tough game of life that stops me from burning out. And, and that's okay. But every single day to be distracted the way my athletes are distracted is a, is a major negative. And it's what I call the trap of technology. You can't let it trap you into an addictive thing that brings you down.
0: You know, you guys work so hard to be a successful basketball team, and you've had so much success the last couple of, of seasons. How, how difficult is it to get the younger players to buy into what you want to talk to them about and how you want to lead a season by season? Is it is it easy because of the past success you've had?
1: I don't think it's easy. I just think that you have to get them to understand that team rewards lead to individual awards. That when you win a championship, you will be remembered for the rest of your life and you will benefit from the team awards. And uh, anytime you go after hitting a home run at the plate, you're probably going to strike out. Anytime you step up to the plate with the, with the idea of just moving the runners across, you're probably going to have a chance of hitting a home run or being successful. So it's, it's when the team comes first, I think the, the individual rewards come later.
0: You know, uh, you obviously uh, have a, a pretty big uh, burden on your shoulders being the defending national champions, and I imagine practice has to start soon, right? It is.
1: We've 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 had one practice. We're going to have another one this afternoon, but that's a burden I, I love to have. You know, anytime <laughs> you can defend a championship, that's a, that's a great thing, and we're, we're looking forward to that challenge.
0: You know, uh, you, you have a lot going on uh, both inside and outside of school. Wh- where do you find the time to do the recruiting and all the other stuff that you have to do in order to be a, a successful coach year in and year out?
1: Well, I think that's what makes the job so exciting because it's not it's not boring. It's it's a different... You know, we compete differently. Sometimes we compete in practice. Sometimes we compete with the game. Uh, we compete a lot with recruiting. You know, we are out there, Red. That's a different game unto itself. Right now we're competing against Duke and North Carolina for a player. We may be competing against Arizona and UCLA for another player. And that's that's that type of pressure is what... Brings out the best in people.
0: It's amazing stuff, man. You got a new book out called The One Day Contract How to Add Value to Every Minute of Your Life. It is available in stores now. And, Coach, thank you so much for the time, sir. We appreciate it.
1: Great. Thanks for having me.
0: You bet.